Welcome into the first episode of Fade Us. We are a group of extremely, and I cannot stress this enough, extremely mediocre, degenerate gamblers. Um, mediocre my, might even be a little bit too nice. Generous, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Subpar might be a little bit better. Uh, speaking right now, I am the square. With us today, we have the Godfather. We have Johnny Parlays, and we have Frankie Overs. Uh, I'm going to kick it to you guys. Go ahead, introduce yourselves. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about your your expertise or lack of expertise when it comes to what we're going to be talking about here on this podcast, and then uh, we'll get right into today's episode. All right. Well, uh, I'll take it over. Um, speaking right now is the Godfather. Uh, a little bit about me. Uh, I've been in college for eight years now, um, so most of the last decade. Um, You're lucky. Yep, it, it's it's been a time, um, you know, uh, thankful for uh, not just God, but Jesus for uh, keeping me on that journey. Um, you know, I'm a guy who's lost probably a little over $1,000 in the last uh, couple of years. Um, so a big disclaimer we want to make about this pod is that uh, any picks we make, um, they might ruin your life if you take them. So uh, take that with a grain of salt, and probably, as the name suggests, you'll want to fade our picks and not take any advice we ever give you. Other than that, I'm uh, pretty bad at making picks in football, uh, a little bit worse in making picks in professional golf, and if you ever need some insider information on uh, gambling on uh, political elections uh, or sixth grade girls' CYO basketball, I'm your guy. There we go. That's what I love to hear. Need My man, the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to take it over next? Uh, uh, maybe Frankie Over should go hey, uh, because yeah, he already yeah. made us wait a half hour to get this show on the road. So I would say hey, Frankie Overs hey. might want to take this. Hey, uh, okay, I'll go. Uh, I'm Frankie Overs. Well, lucky for him, he had the over on the recording. Time, <laughs> That's so. damn right. I will always have the over. I have no time for the under. Um, yeah, what's up, guys? I'm Frankie Overs. A um, little bit about me. Um, uh, I tried college a little bit. Wasn't very good at it. Uh, moved to Florida, as as everyone does. Um, I uh, And now I just kind of have everyday job, and I – put all of my paychecks onto my account and then I lose all of that. And then I make money again and I put it back onto the account. And that's just kind of the cycle that I'll always be in. It seems like such um, a beautiful, simple. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> Wake up, look at picks, work, look at picks, eat, look at picks. That's about it. Um, let's see. I, uh, I, I guess recently uh, the NBA, I've been kind of actually not awful. You can still fade me. There's a good chance you'll make a lot of money. But uh, um, other than that, my football picks are just absurdly bad. Um, anytime I've t- like tried to bet like a college sport, that doesn't go well either. Um, so it's, it's safe to say the name of, of this podcast really, really suits, I guess, most of us um, that are that are stuck in this life. Um, just you don't you don't. Just take everything I said, uh, like, like the Godfather before me, just with a grain of salt. It's not going to, uh, we're not going to make you any money. I can promise you that. Johnny, uh, why don't you, why, <laughs> Johnny, why don't you go next? 
before before we swing All it over right, so, before we uh, swing it over to Johnny Parlays, I just want everyone to know that uh, we created these pseudonyms. So if they ever make uh, this podcast makes it to our employers, uh, hopefully we don't get fired or anything. And I want to say that Johnny Parlays originally wanted to be uh, the Mel Tucker fan club. Um, and I think he got a little bit offended when I asked the group if we should take bets on whether or not this podcast is going to last longer than Mel Tucker's uh, tenure at Michigan State. So uh, that, that's uh, the reason for his uh, little name switch up there. Uh, well, <laughs> over. I want, on that note. I want the over on Mel Tucker. I, uh... <laughs> on that note, as uh, – as... My uh, co-hosts have alluded to, I am Johnny Parlays, as uh, in the name, I specialize in the parlay, probably way too much, uh, probably as a square knows all too well, I usually give them out way too much, and they never hit, um, just a little bit about me, um, I am currently finishing up school on this frozen tundra of Michigan. Um, really nothing exciting about that. Um, kind of I'm on the opposite of uh, Frankie. I really couldn't, if I was on a boat and any professional pick was in water, I'd somehow miss it. Uh, college picks is usually what I go to. That's my forte. Um, so with the tournament coming up, I'm going to be sure to hit a lot of those. Uh Honestly, that's where I've been punting a lot of my money. Uh, the only real sport that I'm uh, actually semi-decent at, uh, which the square can attest to, is uh, soccer. I've actually I've thought about just doing the math that if I were to take out any non-soccer bet, I'd probably be positive. But uh, for my luck, I haven't had a positive week in about a month and a half. And as a college kid, only working like 15 to 20 hours a week, um, it's definitely taken a little bit out of the uh, the grocery uh, store trips. And uh, well, well you, yeah, you're just a just, starving artist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then at this point, you know, obviously, as we said in the title, don't ever listen to our picks. But I mean, we're, this is this is for entertainment for us. And for you guys, you know, the listener, we want you guys to come at us. If we give a bad pick, we are also, I mean, if, if I'm not going to lie, if I'm on a hot streak, I'm, I mean, I might have to change the name of the podcast, but the way I've been going lately, I mean, you don't really have to worry about that. So, I mean, I can echo the other three guys though. Um, this has been in the talks for a couple of weeks, finally got around to it. And, uh, you know, we're excited just to take you through our miserable loser lives. Yeah, and that's really all we are. Uh, once again, the square <laughs> here. Um, you know, a couple of things that the other guys have mentioned. I know the Godfather mentioned about aliases so it doesn't get around to, to our employers. You know, I gambled with my boss, so I guess I don't necessarily <laughs> have to worry about that. Um, and then to attest to something that, uh, that Johnny said, tell you what some of those soccer picks if they're given to me there is not a snowball's chance in hell that it's gonna hit so <laughs> it, 
I was gonna say I've gotten a few oh, angry I'm texts whining. About, I'm a, about some about some. If, if I can just Marvel. say this to everyone who might be listening, uh, if you're betting on a sport where they don't use their hands, there's just there's just there's no way to analyze it. It is all luck. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. So, quick little bit about my unless they're unless sixth, they're grade, sixth girls. grade girls. That's true. Uh, <laughs> quick little intro about myself. Like uh, like some of the others, I'm in the I'm in the real world now. After graduating from school, I uh, don't have a job in anything that I did in school, so that's great. But here I am living the dream as a sad Cleveland sports fan. I am either the hottest gambler on the face of the earth or the coldest gambler on the face of the earth. Uh, for three weeks before this, I was on fire. Last week, I lost thirty units. So here I am. I'm, uh, I'm I'm hoping that the upswing comes back this week, but it's not looking so great right now. So um, I guess I specialize in college basketball because I don't think there's a single NBA pick that I've hit on my own all year so far. <laughs> I have gotten some from other people, but I think those are the only ones that I've hit. I will say now that uh, now that some other sports are getting ready to start and we're starting to focus on those a little bit more. Now that the uh, football seasons are over, we'll see if that can turn my tides a little bit, but uh, I'm not holding my breath there. So uh, like everyone else has said, we're not condoning gambling in any way. You can do it if you want. Um, If you have a gambling problem, what is it? 1-800-GAMBLER. There you go. There's your disclaimer. If you're Uh, a quitter. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Also true. And uh, yeah, uh, I know that the other guy said, uh, fade us that is the name of the podcast you're more than welcome to fade us you can listen to us if you want but but you've been warned and when we do get hot and you continue to fade us we all will rub it in your face but that's just the nature of of all of us so with that being said we're going to go ahead and jump into it episode one talk a little bit about uh, a different dynamic that some of us are dealing with you know a couple of us are are using some online uh more popular books while a couple other people are using, you know, traditional bookie, some maybe closer to their bookie than others. I know both myself <laughs> and uh, Frankie over there, we use the same online book and Johnny and the Godfather on personal books with a little bit different relationships there. So uh, I, I'll start off by saying I wish I mm. could get into, uh, I mean, not that I can't get with a different bookie but I feel like I blow through my money way too fast. At least when I'm, when I'm online, I have to very consciously accept the fact that I'm loading more money onto my account that I will undoubtedly lose within the next, eh, I would say like week to two weeks. So I have to make that conscious decision to lose money instead of just betting on credit. So I, I I do think that does help me in, in some situations. Yeah, um, I use uh, I use the same uh, I use the same uh, engine the as, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> over there. So yeah, my man, the square. I I, I couldn't even get it out. I just uh, it's, and to me, I I think uh, Abilene just uh, having someone I can just kind of text away my picks. Um, but I also agree that um, being able to kind of like look at that credit number in in the top of of the of the corner there just kind of dwindled down um it does it does kind of keep you in check a little bit um just kind of peeking at that all day every day you're just uh you, you kind of have to be a little conscientious um and uh i also agree that uh 
having a, a personal bookie, I think that most of my money is just kind of slipping away. If, away. if I may yeah. jump in oh, here, um, I, I, of course, used to use uh, an online engine uh, and just realized that, you know, the customer service just wasn't really there. And that's something I'll get into. Um, but anytime you're putting real, actual American dollars into an account that you're probably going to lose, uh, and you have to call customer service, um, you probably want someone on the phone and you're not just talking to robots all the time. And that's what it you know, seems like when you're talking uh, with uh, you know, online sports books that technically aren't legal here in the United States. There are some uh, that have launched in states where sports gambling is legal. Hopefully that moves to uh, the states that we're located in. Um, but I, I really think that uh, that personal connection you might have with your bookie it really helps a long way uh, with that customer service orientation. And then there's another side of that where it's still a business and they might seem like they're all nice and fuzzy and everything. And they're your friend, but remember they're there to make money too. Uh, and they will ruin you just as quick as the big guys. Yeah. To kind of build off of uh, what he's saying, I'm also I have a personal connection with a bookie. Um, He is in another state, attends a different school, met him through a mutual friend. Um, I guess my biggest thing, I also used to use an online engine as well. Uh, My thing was, is early on, I did not gamble a lot. But when I did, it would usually be maybe like a couple parlays. um, And they would hit. Usually, I'd be up maybe like one or 200 bucks a week or so. Um, and for me, it was more so the payment transactions. Uh, obviously using these engines, you sometimes run the risk of putting uh, your information out there into a site uh, that's more than likely offshore, um, not very trustworthy. Um, my bookie pieces of crap. Um, oh, hey, 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 we're, we might be looking at sponsorships. So we're, we're not talking about anyone in particular oh, no, I, here. I refuse. Yeah, yeah, make sure you bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, I will. No free ads. Um, <laughs> but the thing that I like about that is I usually use uh, one of the transaction apps, whether it be Venmo or Cash App. Um, although you, lately I've been getting pounded with requests. Um, I know that, I mean, I know I'm losing money, but I know that, um, I know the money's not like, like, I know the transaction's actually authentic. I know that he got the money in. I mean, even though I'm losing money, my, my bookie has actually said, if you turn in your money by a certain time, I'll give you 20 bucks in credit, which ends up getting just punted to the sun. But I mean, (laughs) it's a little incentive to, you know, turning your bookie, and I mean, uh, as uh, my other co-host said, it's uh, if, if you keep developing the relationship with the bookie, they're eventually going to cut you some deals um, on some games, whether it be like NBA, um, a little league basketball game, a uh, just any sport. And I I just like the authenticity of having uh, an actual bookie as my choice of gambling. No, no. Well, I, well, I just had to add on right there is that while it's great to have that personal human connection there, uh, 
one thing I would suggest to not do is uh, the course that I myself took, and that was uh, employing one of my best friends as my bookie, because anytime we're uh, together watching the games or watching the fights, uh, one of us is going to be in a bad mood because he's either taking my money, which I don't have much of, or I'm taking his money, which he has a lot of, but he doesn't like losing. So, you know, you risk uh, having that strain in your relationship if you do something like that. Uh, you don't want to ruin your friend. Uh, they might still want to ruin you. I mean, if you're giving them that much money, but you know, it can be fickle out there and uh, just be careful. Oh, and another perk is uh, having a scumbag like yourself as a bookie. Uh, sometimes they'll give you lines on some pretty obscure sports like uh, sixth grade CYO basketball. So, you know, little pros and cons there. There's uh, good and bad to everything. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I've been massacring him on those sixth grade basketball games. Yeah, I think oh, he's probably going to quit giving them to you. But we don't we don't condone gambling on children or anything. Yeah, what he said. Uh, one one thing, and you know, once again, referencing the title of this podcast, "Fade Us." Uh, I almost said your real name, uh, Johnny. Referencing, you know, the the exchange of of goods and services there with uh, the Venmos or the Cash App. See, that's something I don't have to worry about because I don't win enough money to cash out. Uh, I win. I continue to win money to try to break back to even to when I started. Uh, back in August, so you've it, just been paying them for the entertainment. Correct. Yes, I'm, I, <laughs> I, it's correct. It's right. very exactly cheap entertainment for me. Um, you know, a couple of bucks here, a couple of bucks there. Now, when you're gambling on Hartford men's basketball at you know seven o'clock on a Saturday, and you're at Top Golf swearing at your phone, and your friends are wondering what the hell's going on, you have to explain to them that oh, I'm betting on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, you know, sometimes they're there are some issues there, uh, but that, that's one thing I don't have to worry about is that exchange of goods and services like uh, some of the other guys here. But uh, yeah, I, I, I do agree. I would feel more secure with a, with a real life bookie. And that's why, you know, that's not out of the realm of possibilities here as we lead up to March Madness, uh, perhaps getting in a little bit of a more secure situation as we move forward. But God, there is nothing like yelling at the TV on Christmas Eve around the rest of your family about something stupid that just happened in the Hawaii Bowl. Oh, I won this year, so that was okay with that. <clears throat> if if I may interject just for a minute, um, I actually had this talk with uh, my roommates up here, and we actually got into a decent conversation about it. It's about kind of gambling as a whole. Obviously, there's some kind of easy answers about why uh, some states um, have been quicker than others in terms of allowing sports gambling. And uh, I'm just kind of curious on your guys' take on why some people are so vehemently against uh, just like, I mean, because as uh, one of you stated, it's a form of entertainment. It's, uh, it's also a business uh, which can generate stuff for the state. But I'm just guess, I'm kind of curious on why you guys think some people might just might be so anti-gambling well truthfully i think it's because they're not uh they're not getting their cut they're not getting greased themselves but you know in all reality uh i think just the upbringing a lot of people you know are still against uh you know alcohol or even marijuana today that's becoming you know legal you know all over the place it's just something you grow up with if it's you know something you've been told is bad since you were a kid it might you know well 
for people like us who are just kind of scumbags and they'll do it anyway. But it's just something that you've learned to stay away from from so long that you just, you know, you don't want any interest in it. And then those people love to share their opinions and take the fun away from the rest of us. Yeah, there's there's the anti-fun police out there. They got to be pissed off at something. Everything can't be great in the world for them. And then also, like like you did say, The Godfather. Uh, we, I mean, we've seen these disclaimers uh, on cigarette packages, on you know, alcohol labels. We've seen disclaimers of things being bad everywhere, and we've seen the same with, with gambling. You know, you go up to one of the popular casinos around uh, the area that a couple of us are located at, and just about every corner there is a gambling quiz that you can take to see if you're at risk of of I guess like losing your life into what you're what you're doing there. So there's... spoiler spoiler alert: you you always uh, pass that test or fail it, whichever way you look at it. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you're you're all you're always wrong. <laughs> correct. So I I think just the the amount of of disclaimers and negative connotations that come with it is a reason why uh, a lot of people look down upon it. Same thing, someone brought up marijuana. Um, it's going to be legal here in all 50 states, I would say, within the next three or four years. I would anticipate the same with gambling. Oof, big big take there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Do we get um, odds on that? Really, really, really standing on my, my two feet on that one. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I just think that the, a lot of the negative connotations that come with it is why a lot of people are so opposed to it. Well, right. They, we talked about it earlier. They have the one eight hundred gambler, right? Like it's it's people classify it as an addiction. So that's why they'll so there'll always be a stipulation like that forever and ever. Just um, be, uh, right because there there are there are serious uh, side effects, I guess, <laughs> to to being a degenerate like us. Um, if you if you let yourself kind of wander down like a darker path, so that's that's where I think this. Um, a cloud will kind of on that side of the anti-gambler. Also, if if any of us truly had a problem, we'd be gambling a lot more than what we're gambling on every game. Uh, Correct. And, and, and we would be betting thirty times on a Tuesday night. So I I think we're all doing okay over here. At least I don't know. You guys were pretty concerned when I started talking about Saturday morning uh, children's basketball games, but uh, to each their own, I guess. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> this is kind of going to be the, the structure of, of this podcast moving forward, kind of have a, a group discussion about one or two big things, and then we'll move into some picks or some leans that we have uh, for the weekend ahead, and then we'll try to, to hit on a, a big sporting event of the weekend at the very end. So uh, we each have a couple picks for this weekend, or leans, as I said, since some of the lines won't be out yet. Does anybody want to go ahead and give theirs first? Anyone feeling supremely well, lucky uh, here? The godfather over here, I wouldn't mind taking a stab at it because, uh, Square, earlier you said something about football uh, being over for the year. Uh, and we are already a week in to a new football league, the XFL, taking the name from the previous league owned by Vince McMahon. And I'll tell you what, after that first week, I am ready to lose all my money in the sport that gave us this quote from its original uh, format. Well, let me answer answer that question by asking you two questions. One, is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. 
Two, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. I don't know about you guys, but I am ready to lose money on football from guys I don't know about or haven't heard about in like three years. Uh, DC def- Defenders quarterback Cardell Jones right at you there. So I've got a couple picks in the XFL right now. Dallas is projected to be minus four against Los Angeles. Uh, Dallas had a tough week. Uh, they've been pretty highly touted before the league started. They had a tough loss against St. Louis at home. Uh at the ballpark in Arlington, which I guess is going to be their home stadium. I thought we were done playing football on baseball fields, but here we are. Uh, Dallas should be returning their starting quarterback, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Landry Jones. And Los Angeles, after week one, fired their defensive coordinator. So you could take that. (laughs) I think the X stands for extreme. How many points did Uh, they give up? Enough. Did they... It, anyway, <laughs> but either you could take that as Los Angeles defense is going to be, you know, re-energized. Uh, I don't think so. I think Landry, uh, he might surprise some people. He's trying to get back to the NFL. I'm going to take Dallas minus four against Los Angeles on Saturday. And then Sunday, I am real excited about this team. St. Louis is plus eight versus Houston. Now, Houston had a very, very Ooh. big win over Los Angeles last week that resulted in the firing of Los Angeles' defensive coordinator. However, Los Angeles, I, uh, I still think, is a pretty questionable team about how big of a win that really was for Houston. And then St. Louis, um, they won outright against Dallas last week. Uh, and I'm real excited about St. Louis's quarterback. Um, I have it in my notes here, Jordan T- Ta'amu, uh, I vaguely remember him passing around the SEC for Ole Miss a couple years ago, uh, you know, kind of uh, sh- overshadowed by another guy, uh, another state over by the name of Tua Tagovailoa. So, you know, he played on uh, Houston's practice squad for, you know, a few games this past, uh, and that's Houston Texan I'm ta- Texans I'm talking about, is uh, he played a few snaps for Houston Texans on their practice squad. Uh, but he looked like he could straight ball last week. So I'm really excited about Jordan and what he might be able to do for that St. Louis offense. So I'm taking St. Louis and the points in that game. Uh, and, you know, if I'm feeling a little bit of adventurous, if I can get a good enough odds, I might take St. Louis on the money line as well. And then my final pick for the week, I have one men's basketball pick. Um, There aren't odds out on this yet, uh, but from the Mid-American Conference, Bowling Green is coming off a very tough road loss against uh, second place in the MAC East, Akron. Bowling Green also suffered the loss of um, their three-point leader uh, who left the team for undisclosed reasons. However, I think Bowling Green, they've had a really successful year so far. Uh, I'm going to take them money line if I can get good odds on it. So that's what I'm leaning with my last pick. So to reiterate, I got in the XFL, Dallas minus four on Saturday. On Sunday, St. Louis plus eight against Houston. And then on Saturday in men's basketball, I got Bowling Green money line against Ball State. All right, I like it. Uh, we'll go ahead and kick it over to Frankie Overs for your picks for this weekend. Yeah, um, so uh, there's not too many. Uh, there's not, I don't watch too much uh, college basketball, so I don't have too many picks there. So in uh, the NBA, it's All-Star Weekend. Um, so I don't have odds on that game yet. They changed up the format, I think. 
they're like uh, each individual quarter is getting uh, kept score like individually. And then they're making some type of you have to win by your score plus 24 or something for Kobe in the fourth. I don't know. That's be really hard to bet on. Um, so I'd suggest or just bet not the over. that. Um, but I do have a couple. <laughs> but I don't know, even know how, like, do they like, I don't know how they're adding the points. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but I do have a couple uh, I have the odds for the three point competition and for the dunk contest. Um, if anyone cared to know, um, uh, the, the favorites for the three point competition, um, are Duncan Robinson, uh, and Dame Lillard. Um, uh, Dame's at plus 400 right now. That's probably my, uh, my favorite to, to, to win this as well. Um, Trey Young's at plus 500. He might, um, uh, he, he might come out and not miss any of these. Um, so the, the, the odds there are, uh, are, are going to be pretty high, um, regardless of, uh, of any pick you make. So any kind of small bet there would be a, um, a decent profit. And then the dunk contest is going to be okay. Um, Dwight Howard's in it, I guess. Um, I guess he can still dunk. Um, and then uh, Aaron Gordon's in it. He's probably going to win. Um, he had that legendary dunk competition with Zach Levine a couple years ago, um, uh, dunking over the mascot and everything like that. So I think he probably gets a win, has some a uh, couple cool more dunks uh, in store for us. Um, I, uh, I didn't really, um, I didn't really see, uh, much else that I, that I liked this weekend. Um, so, uh, it's kind of, I'm kind of be short and sweet here, um, uh, on, uh, on all-star weekend. Um, so if someone else wants to, uh, <laughs> give some of their, uh, picks or leans, um, that's, uh, that'll be, uh, that'll be Frankie overs there. I don't have any overs to give you besides, uh, Whatever, whatever the All-Star game figures out to be, bet the over, at least in the fourth. <laughs> so uh, I'll take it from here. <laughs> Obviously in the name, Johnny Parlays. Uh, first, first bet we're going to have is a four-team English Premier League oh, soccer Jesus. parlay. Which, oh, uh, all right, and this is where uh, everyone's going to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As no, the no, go, go ahead. I hope everyone's taking notes. Is probably about twenty percent. Um, actually, Alex, <laughs> the square would attest to. Uh, the majority of the time, I don't end up sending a parlay to the square, and it ends up hitting. And it's usually in the range of about two twenty to four hundred dollars as the payout, and then I end up getting uh, crucified for that. So. Uh, this one I'm feeling very confident in, actually. Uh, it is – the odds are uh, plus 1350 so $10 will net you $135. Uh, first game's Leicester City Wolves. Uh, we're just going to keep this sweet because I'm going to assume our soccer audience is probably going to be me, myself, and I. Uh, Leicester's third in the league playing a Wolves team that's not very good. Somehow they are almost plus 200 as an underdog. Doesn't really make any sense. Uh, Lester's been an absolute money machine for me. Uh, so that would be, if I were to bet any game solo, that'd be the one I'd throw on. You've got Burnley and Southampton. 
I'm curious. You guys have you guys probably even heard of half these teams? Oh, I have. No, I've lost you know, one I, you know, I, you know, I play FIFA. We I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I, play FIFA, I, I haven't heard fine. of one of these teams, uh, but I appreciate you asking, Tommy Shelby. <laughs> we got Burnley. no. Well, Leicester was that team that was like plus a yes, billion in the was, league the other Leicester year, right? And then I think. God, we went from the XFL to this. <laughs> right, that's 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 the path we're gonna take. I, I think Johnny Parlays is gonna start the picks next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe just right just off the get, bat, get him, get him, get him out of the way. <laughs> Southampton over Burnley because Burnley's just a dumb man. <laughs> Tottenham, Aston Villa. Tottenham uh, has uh, Jose Mourinho, which uh, if you watch soccer, he's just a funny manager. They play a funny game. That should be a win. And then uh, we got Arsenal and Newcastle United. And Arsenal's the pick here because Newcastle United and their logo has two seahorses. And uh, if I remember correctly, aquatic animals don't do, don't do so hot on land. So that's the easy bet right there. Uh, 10 to win 135. Place at your own risk. And then uh, – there's no line out on this one. We're going to dabble into college basketball. 6 p.m. college game day, making its way to East Lansing, Michigan, as number nine Maryland comes to town to play the Michigan State Spartans. Uh, MSU preseason number one, uh, a bunch of reasons why they've fallen off. Uh, we won't bore Is it because they lost? Losing is definitely <laughs> one of them. Um, Maryland, I still – Maryland, I think, is one of the biggest fraud teams in the country. Although they sit currently first in the Big Ten, I'm not – I'm still not bought into their coach. Mark Turgeon, who actually does look like their mascot uh, because of his nose. Um Maryland historically has not played well at all. I guess we're not a big nose podcast, huh? It's just something fun. It's something funny to look at, and it's 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 an easy person to blame if you make the stupid mistake of betting Maryland. Um, but Maryland historically does not play well at Breslin Center. Um, I'm gonna assume that this game sits around either three points in either direction. Um, but regardless, I'm going to annihilate the MSU spread. Uh, they just picked up a huge road win uh, Tuesday night at Illinois. And if they win this game, then they could arguably be back in the driver's seat for the conference. So I anticipate potential uh, point guard of the year, Cassius Winston, uh, continue the hot streak and uh, – you know, as the Godfather stated, Mel Tucker is probably going to get introduced at halftime. So, you know, I'm, I this might be of the entire weekend. All right. <laughs> All right. Glad, glad we got back to not soccer there. <laughs> Same. I will I will close this up. Hey, when your pockets are empty and mine are full after this weekend, you'll be tailing me. <laughs> All right. Uh, sure thing. <laughs> All right. I'll close. I'll Leicester, close baby. This out real quick. Uh, I have three college basketball games. None of them have lines yet. Uh, Twelve thirty Saturday. Dayton at UMass. Uh, Dayton beat UMass by twenty-eight points earlier this year at home. Uh, they were nineteen-point favorites in that game. 
I expect the line to be fairly similar with UMass at home because they are nine and three this year. Um, I expected 15 to 20 ish. So I'll take Dayton if it's in that range as well. Dayton, I know they're only five and three against the spread since the last time they played, but UMass has only scored over 75 points once since that game. And Dayton is top 10 in scoring and fourth in scoring margin in the country. So I expect them to put up some heavy points on a pretty terrible UMass team. So give me Dayton in that game. Second one, I will lean the under in West Virginia and Baylor. That game is 4 p.m. on Saturday. I know uh, Frankie Over is probably not very happy with this one. I know I'm taking an under here, <laughs> but I'll bring it back for number three. Don't worry. Um, both. Wow, I'm hammering that over. Oh See, I, I really thought about this as I was going. I was like, well, everything I'm going to say in my dumb brain is going to make me want to bet the over, but we'll see. Uh, both are top 20 defenses in the country. Uh, I would anticipate the total being somewhere between 125 and 130. West Virginia has scored over 70 points just one time in their five games on the road in Big 12 play, and Baylor has allowed – a team to score 70 points just once in their five home games in big 12 play. So based on these trends, again, my dumb brain is probably leading me down the wrong path here, but I'll take the under in that game or I'll lean the under in that game. And then my final pick, I'm taking the over in IUPUI at Wright state. And that game is 2 PM on Sunday. Yeah. Right. Wright state has been real solid for me. I bet on their overs about the past week and they've been doing pretty well since January 10th um, when they fell short when these two teams met the first time they fell short of the over by just one point then since then Wright State has scored over 70 points in seven of eight games they've gone over 80 in four of those games and over 90 in two of those games and in their last two home games they've scored 181 total points so they're scoring at will right now and IUPUI, he's either scored or given up 80 points in four of their last five games, and they've either they've both scored and given up 80 points in two of their last five games. So this is a, a pretty bad defensive IUPUI team and a very explosive offense in right state. So give me the over in that game. I anticipate it being somewhere close to that 155 that it was for the first time. So my three leans for this weekend, give me Dayton against the spread at UMass, the under in the West Virginia Baylor game, and the over in the IUPUI Wright State game. All right. Looks like we got a few picks uh, to lose a lot of our hard-earned money on. That we do. And then we will close it up with uh, the major sporting event for this weekend, the first NASCAR race of the season, the the Daytona 500. Uh, What many of you may not know is I used to be a very – big fan of NASCAR when I was younger and I still will casually watch or at least pay attention even now. So I do have a little bit of knowledge going into this race. Uh, do any of you have a, a favorite here that you would like to throw out there who you would, who you throw some cash on? You, Denny. I, li- I like the pick, but that's a square pick. That's, that's the pick I'm supposed to make. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, but he's he, gonna win. So. He, he can make he can make the pick. Why don't you explain the reasoning a little bit more? Uh, yeah, after uh, after uh, Johnny and I make our picks, Johnny, who do you have? I'm gonna go out on kind of a limb here. Uh, texted my brother before we started recording. He uh, similar to Square. He's been a NASCAR fan his whole life. 
told him to give me three names. Um, in classic gambling fashion, I'm not going to pick any of the three names, but one of them is uh, one of them was Denny. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Brad Keselowski. Um, I know he's a former champion in NASCAR. Pretty much all I know. So I know he's a decent driver. Uh, I don't know. Whatever his odds are. They're plus 1,100. Plus 1,100. Give me at least 15 on that. Um, and, you know, just make those left turns good, Brad. And, uh, you know, like Johnny just said, it sounds like we all probably – Everyone out there has at least one family member who's really, really into NASCAR, and, you know, you never really know why. Uh, You know, I kind of messed up and forgot we were making this pick, uh, and I forgot to contact my family member who loves NASCAR, uh, my grandmother, who grew up very close to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, So sorry about that. Uh, However, uh, I'm going to make the pick – you know, we haven't heard much from him in a long time, but I think uh, Dick Trickle's going to take it, uh, mainly because he's the one of the only NASCAR drivers I know, and his name is Dick Trickle. Well, Dick Trickle doesn't exist. That's but I know he exists. Well, it's for a movie. Even <laughs> <laughs> race anymore. I'm, I'm, are, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you, you may. You, are we sure that he races? You may anymore? be thinking of Cole Trickle from Days of Thunder, quite possibly. No, 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 no. For those <laughs> Dick Trickle. For those listening, he might be dead. Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle, dead Dick or alive. Trickle passed away May 16th of 2013. That's why we, all right, you know what, that's why we haven't heard anything from him in a while. Anyway, uh, Square, why don't you uh, actually give us the real pick on this? Good God. <laughs> dead or alive, Dick Trickle. I love it. Uh, I have yes. a question. Are there any overs there are in not. NASCAR? No. Wow, oh, that's that's tough. Not even like pit stops or like tire. Ti- how, I, I is, how many tires blow? Maybe there'd be no, that would be the be only over thing. I know my book does not offer uh, any overs. Yeah, this I mean, is the home of the big one was. here at, at Daytona, so you can expect that. But uh, I believe that the uh, I, I I keep wanting to say your real name. I believe Frankie's pick of, of Denny Hamlin. I believe he's plus nine hundred. I think he's one of the co-favorites along with Kyle Busch. That that's just a total square pick, the defending champion from last year. I wanted to go with him. He's got a quick car based on the qualifying speed, so he'll be up there uh, fighting it out for the win. I assume. I actually like the Brad Keselowski pick a little bit, but he smashed his car into a chain link fence trying to pull out for practice. That just does not. That's not good. That does not bode well. That does not bode well. <laughs> not did he? Uh, not a great did, did he have a few too many uh, cold, refreshing Ooh. Miller lights? He very well may have, based on uh, what happened there. But I'm actually going to take his teammate Ryan Blaney plus sixteen hundred to win. Uh, he has two top eight finishes in two of the last three years at the five hundred, and he won at Talladega last year, which is another super speedway. I also looked up real quick as I was going through these, uh, deciding who I wanted to pick. Some website ran a bunch of simulations, and he was the favorite based on all these simulations. So I'm just going to steal all their work, and uh, I'll I'll take Ryan Blaney plus 1,600. Uh, A couple other guys that you'll probably want to keep your eye on, Chase Elliott, one of the more aggressive super speedway racers, and then Kyle Busch, he's always up there fighting it out for, for the win at, 
basically all these tracks. Uh, also, Jimmy Johnson's last Daytona 500, the seven-time champion. I'm sure even if you don't watch NASCAR, you know who Jimmy Johnson is. So so keep an eye on the seven-time champ in the, the late stages of this race if he's not wrecked out by then. At least Danica Patrick's not racing anymore, so you know she's not going to cause a huge crash. Wow, little uh, little sexist there, aren't we? No, she just she wrecked we all are... the time. Oh yeah, no, that's but... a, that's just a fact. That's, that's okay, a statistical I mean, fact. I mean, you, like you 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 could have been right either way. I don't know. Yeah, uh, statistical yeah. fact that she she crashed all the time. So well, she's cra- she's crashing onto Aaron Rodgers. You know, what? never mind. I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, right there. very good, very good. All right, does anybody else have anything they they any last second picks they want to get out for our for our listeners to fade? before we finish up uh maybe uh saint patrick's minus six against uh saint thomas uh but only if you can get that uh you know with plus odds and you you have to get it from the godfather's book because i don't think there's uh going to be anybody else there out there that's going to give you those odds yeah not not too many people scummy enough to do that champions league soccer next tuesday and and i think that's uh, the episode (laughs) You guys are going to come around to it. By the time oh, I'm going to request that you send that parlay that you gave out as soon as we're done recording so I can bet on it. And I, I undoubtedly lose. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there. It was, well, this uh, was this was a good start, stay guys. Stay tuned for our next episode. We'll be releasing this weekly. So when you're listening to this, you'll be finishing up your Thursday, hopefully getting ready to head into the weekend and, and lose all your hard-earned money. I know this Friday is uh, is payday for most people, so – do yourself a big favor, load that account up and get ready, get some March Madness prep in, watch the, uh, watch the all-star festivities. I know that, uh, that Frankie gave you some good bets there. And then if you're looking for some CYO basketball, just hit up the Godfather. He's, uh, he's got just what you need to get you through the weekend. So, uh, anybody else have anything before we finish up one more time? I don't think so. All right. Faded everyone. All right. Yes. Fade at your own risk, but, there really isn't a whole lot of risk. You probably just want to fade blindly. So with that being said, that's the first episode of Fade Us. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you next week.